Much like the Lord works in mysterious ways, so does the Camp Quarantine Events Bracket. Two choices, one decision, zero mistakes. Phillips head screwdrivers have less twists and turns than this. We welcome youth pastor turned adult rabbi and stand-up Abraham Gatling III. This is The Talking Willow. The Talking Willow is sponsored by The Gazebo, Crazy Greeks, A Missing Toothbrush, The Morning Dew on the Sand of the Volleyball Courts, and viewers just like you. How's it going, Will? Oh, it's going. I'm feeling well-rested, Eric. Yeah? Oh, yeah. We had a good day off. We did have a good day off. It was our first day off in the history of the, the walking of the talking willow. Yeah. That, that's kind of wild when you think about it. We've been working so tirelessly. I learned, uh, I learned to sculpt. Did you? No. But uh, I definitely thought about it. I just worked on my napping. How was that? It's kind of wild how like all day you do nothing and then it's just six o'clock all of a sudden and you're like, wow, where'd the time go? And I don't know. I Strange really, stuff. I saw a really good tweet that said, um, nine o'clock is now when I shift from my day pajamas to my night pajamas. <laughs> and so, I got a, I got a recommendation from Luke Barry to start watching Tiger King and I did. That, that show is wild. She definitely fed her husband to the, to the tiger. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen it, but I know we're sponsored by Netflix, and it's definitely good to, to promote their content. That's true. Hey, Eric, why, why, why don't we welcome on our guest for the day? Of course. Me? Yeah. Well, Abe Gatling. Abe Gatling is a, is a, is a legend. I mean, he's, he's a camp legend. Loved, loved by many, hated by a few. Abe, welcome to the pod. Oh, man. I can't handle that intro. What was... Jesus. <laughs> Dear God. What do you want me to what do you want me to say? No, I mean, I don't know. You can't go back. Uh I'm just incredibly <laughs> thankful for you y'all having me on. And um I think I'm hated Hopefully by the many that love you listen and not the, the few that hate you. No, I hope they I hope they hate the haters listen and then they tell more people uh why I'm awful. <laughs> you want this to like just to 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 be propaganda for for anti yeah Gatling. yes oh man I, I i need it i need it in the universe i need <laughs> i need the hate oh. have but you been enjoying the tournament so far it is life-giving you know i think uh, i mean it, it came out of nowhere um and it's it's literally absorbed 99 to 100 percent of my attention uh, during the quarantine just and it's so dope to see people from everywhere commenting and really like being invested amidst all the uh you know some might say questionable uh questionable matchups questionable uh decisions that's fine post-firing meetings that's cool that's fine um how'd you feel about sing how'd i feel about sing i don't know i mean you know it was it's it's okay i didn't i didn't rant about it or anything um 
Well, I saw you did actually rant about it. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, you know, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Believe it or not, we're, we're, we're actually in that group. I had a, what group? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, for, this is a, this is a quote from the other day from Abe. Who, for all those idiots that don't appreciate sing because y'all don't have any rhythm and can't do shit on beat, I agree. People can't sing on beat. Some of the older kids aren't that into it, and that lessens its overall quality to a degree. I don't. But that sometimes hilarious. Yeah. I don't recall. Continue, but I don't recall. <laughs> that sometimes hilarious human error does not mitigate the blunt sledgehammer of emotion everyone takes when those benches come up. It bounces back and forth from eruptions of love to deep melancholy brought on by camp's inevitable end, the gravity of which everyone from fucking Paul to Jeremy Schmelkin, forever seven in my eyes, inevitably understands. And by the way, sing isn't over for everyone until it belts out a tear-streaked and sore-throated version of Fred's. It's simultaneously one of the most heartwarming and heart-rending events on camp. Be sure. Oatman, oatmeal raisin. Cool. Wow. That's a quote. Wow. Uh, it, so how were you feeling when you wrote that? I, uh, okay, firstly, I would like to say I want, Will, can you just narrate my life? Just, I love the dramatic reading. It was fantastic. <laughs> can you just read me like bills i receive from like con ed <laughs> yeah you got it. i would be much yeah, more willing to pay them yeah <laughs> if you just them out. like oh yeah that sounds important i gotta pay that uh yeah no i remember seeing the result and it was like just straight up twitter fingers like uh and it was originally a comment under adam um I like wrote a comment. I think I wrote, um, you know, like sing or juice and cookies over sing you fucking animals. And then the hash is like hashtag uh, flax peel, but you can get chips ahoy anytime. Um, and then Adam wrote some bullshit response in favor for juice and cookies. I was like, get the fuck. So then I, I typed the whole thing for Adam. Um, and he said, you should post this. And, uh, and I was like, okay, I was very angry and honestly a little embarrassed about how viscerally upset I got over. But this shit is important, man. You got to get it right. And we... You know, we don't hate the passion. I mean, we love it. Yeah, it is. It was... Uh, I concur. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you. As, but, as, as, someone who, as someone who, like, typically reads the first sentence of things and then says, like, I understand. Um, <laughs> I'm happy to hear Will read it out because I did really just read the first sentence of it and be like, oh, I guess he was anti-sing. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> You're the people I, targeted ads get. You're the people that no, read no, one I, line. No, I'm well aware. Yeah. <laughs> one thing I noticed this tournament does is it gets people in thinking in, in like, an, like a winner and loser mindset. And I guess that makes sense. But like, I love my place and I love Apache. I love services. I love third campers choice. And I love singing juice and cookies. I mean, most of the things, I mean, I hate post-firing meetings, but most of the things on this bracket, like I love them, and it's hard to it's it, it stinks to have to poke holes in them, you know. Yeah, it is a it's it's a fun little it's a playful um but like a playful passionate clash of you know I guess like how people lived through camp like what things had greater or lesser impacts on them and like to see people fervently like defend or fervently like criticize 
certain things is dope because and I was talking to Adam about this, like our experiences of camp were very, very specific and different and like very different from like a fucking just a random uh, like a Jessica Weinstein. Like we had very different experiences. <laughs> so it's like, but we each get one vote. You know what I mean? And so to see people, <laughs> I don't get more votes because whatever. Uh, and so I actually I did hear Jessica Weinstein does get two votes. She does. Kind of, oh, good for her. Yeah. She's lucky. Yeah, yeah, she's she's been through it. Um, yeah, so good for her. <laughs> uh, but no, it, it, you know, it's and like that. That's the thing is like everyone loves these things on camp. It's fun to see what people love a little bit more or less. But fuck post firing meetings. So yeah, it's been great. Why don't we dive into the K's Pizza matchup of the day then? Oh, uh, shit. I, th- I think it's a pretty obvious one. It's, it's the finals. Can you believe we're already in the finals? It's been a fast week as far as quarantine weeks go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is definitely, of all the quarantine weeks, this has definitely been the fastest one. So from the wrap, we have Apache. Apache, on its route to the championship, took down post-camp cleanup in the first round. Acno, Juice and Cookies, BPN, and then in the final four, my place, going up against third camper's choice, a three seed with a bit more of a challenging route. Uh, third camper's choice took down who will care when I'm not there. The phenomenal video shown during orientation about safety. Then it took on the Hoff and won in the round of 32. It beat Banquet in the Sweet 16, Challenge Day in the Elite Eight, and Services in the Final Four. So now here it is, Apache versus Third Camper's Choice. Where are we going? I'm feeling, uh, I'm feeling Third Camper's Choice. I think it's going to take it. It seems definitely seems like it in the comment section. Do you feel? Do y'all feel like this is the right, like the the final the right final two made it, or do you do you, like were you, was your heart set on on another? Event maybe like a lip sync or a or like boat cruise making it. I'm cool with this one. I went back to my my bracket that I filled out at the beginning of the week, and I had Apache against Talent Show, mm. but I had Third Camper's Choice in the final four. Okay, so not what I envisioned necessarily, but definitely something that I, I think is very much representative of what well may be the the two best events on camp. Yeah. What about you, Eric? You know. I guess what I've learned the most about this entire uh, entire event is that talent show is really not that much not not as loved as uh, as I thought it was. Mm. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. So in my eyes, talent show is is uh, will always be the number one. But um, I, you know what? I'm 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 okay with Apache Third Campus Choice. I, I like it. I like the sentiment behind the both of them, and uh, we're here. Yeah, that is interesting. Cause when did when did the format for talent show? change because like adam was saying on the last pod like i think the shift from having them each triple crown event be night activities like that was the event to like this kind mm-hmm. of like half time half daytime half nighttime kind of thing. i think I was think it that, really better when it was all at night I, it seems exhausting it is exhausting but i think the uh you know building the day towards this one thing and not you know really knowing how long it's gonna last but just the anticipation <laughs> of which like i mean just inherently by breaking it up into two things you you break momentum in a way um and yeah. kind of lessens the 
you know, the buzz around it. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, I think talent show gets shit on a little more than it deserves in that way. Like, you know what I mean? I think the gap between lip sync and talent show is smaller than the gap between like talent show and VPN, in my opinion. Does that make sense? Was it fun hosting talent show and all the triple crown events and stuff like that when you were spec? Um, yeah, it was fun. It was weird. <laughs> I remember one time uh, after, I think it was lip sync, Linda came, at, came up to me afterwards and she was like, oh, you're so good on stage. You're just so <laughs> relaxed. You look like you belong up there. And uh, I just, you know, it was such a joy to watch you. I was like, thank you. Thank you, Lynn. Like, that's the first sentence you've ever said to me, I think. I don't even know. I didn't even know that's how you sounded. Uh, She just sounds like she's saying Iggy the whole time at just different lower decibels. That's how she talks, Um, which is cool. Uh, But no, it's it's definitely it's definitely a lot of fun. It is. It's it's weird being up there by yourself. Um, And I say that as I do comedy um but it's like weird just to look out and be like oh paul's there uh judging me just me judging me but um no it's and and you're like wearing some weird costume yeah i think i think one i I think for one i like wore a bunch of clothes and would take off layers after each act and then at the end i was naked so that was That, that was, was great. That was, that was that for upper camp yeah, only or something. Part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Part. <laughs> just, just. Can, can hey, I, what, what was it? Yeah. <laughs> what was it like, like looking out of the audience and seeing Paul in his like dictator chair, like oh. in the center of the room? Yeah, he looks like Kim Jong Un, bro. Like he's just a czar, <laughs> and it's weird because they. Know, what? Oh no! Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Well, no, it's just the the like where he's seated is like middle middle camp. It's like uh. around middle camp, so it's just like. <laughs> So it's just like, you know, just children and then by the pole, just adults, just like a, like, like a foot above. And he has his leg crossed over and his like, you know, gray high socks and one and the, you know, the band stretched out and it's like just crawling down to his ankles and his arms are crossed. <laughs> You know what I wanted to I wanted to say this in the last podcast, but I didn't I didn't I was too slow in my delivery. But the walk, the walk to services, Paul must get a feeling that him and very few dictators get on just a walk with like leagues of people behind. you. Oh, yeah. Silently. Oh, yeah. Like (laughs) he must in that moment, he must be like, I am a god. Absolutely. Yeah, (laughs) that's yeah. uh, Yeah. Jesus is I am a God is playing in his head and he's definitely thinking like maybe I should install <laughs> I should install cameras everywhere. China knows yeah. what they're doing. Uh, he's I mean yeah. I like the Paul Walk uh, with the elbow and the clap. Mm. I think everyone knows it. He's sort of like leaning forward, but his butt's out and, and like every everything's flat. Yeah, there's too much there's too many joints uh, in his <laughs> Do you think he has extra joints? I, I, don't, I think I don't know if he has extra joints. I think that his usage of the ones he has is is unparalleled for a he's man incredibly he's, his age. He's, he's incredibly limber. Yeah, it's upsettingly so. On the off season, he's just he's constantly in the gymnastics uh, uh, little tumble room. Yeah. <laughs> alone, alone. Yeah. <laughs> just doing flips. Yeah. Just like grab like like. like 
Oh, like like a Rocky style training with Linda screaming in the background. Yeah, he borrowed like a. Paul still Paul still got the jump. Oh shot. my gosh. We did the the we we were talking about him in the garden making the the first ever quote unquote free throw in the garden yesterday in the pod. Um, so maybe he is a star athlete. No, a funny so. thing about that is that uh, my first year on staff, I was the basketball counselor, um, and so sometimes after sixth activity, when right before second campus choice, I would um, put the balls away. And sometimes Paul would come down over the hill in his golf cart, completely empty uh, court. He'd park by the water fountain. He'd get out, ask for one ball. And then he would walk to the far uh, hoop and just stand at the free throw line and just shoot free throws. And this dude was wet, bruh. Like he was so, and it's astonishing because I don't know, how old is Paul? Like uh, infinity? Like he, his form was so smooth. He never had to move. You know what I mean? Like it was a perfect free throw where he'd shoot it, hit the back of the rim, come straight down, right back to him. And I would just watch him do this like two or three times every week. And then he would just be like, all right, thank you. And I'd be like, yeah, like that was a, the greatest thing I'll ever see. And then he just drove away. And, uh, and you know, straight up, I don't even know if that's even happened. It, it was so surreal. Um, Might have just been yeah, a mirage. Dude, I don't know. Could have been an apparition. I, play, I played 21 this summer with, with Matt Croner and Jake Ross. That was super yeah. fun. Matt is like the, the camp director version of Zach Randolph. He 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 like doesn't move super fast anymore, but he he's a big guy, and when he comes at you in the paint, there's nothing. Yeah, he's very about he's him. a very confident player. Um, but that's yeah, very very competitive dude. Um, were you, and you guys were talking about the the staff basketball. Did y'all ever play in the staff basketball game? Yeah, I had a clutch three to make it like a. We were losing by four, and then we were losing by one with a few seconds. So we kept it a game. That was my that was my trial. Did you win? Did you win the game? I, uh, <laughs> no, no, we didn't win. But it was it was, clo- it was the, the last ten seconds. They had, they had to make a good inbound pass. So. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. No, it was is uh Paul is you know he's a fantastic free throw shooter. I guess. Well, I want to get back to the matchup before right. we get too far away. <laughs> um, I, I was thinking about it all day, and I, I, I'm sort of leaning towards Apache, and this is why. I think that the low-hanging fruit is to say, oh, well, what's camp without third camper's choice? Apache only happens once a summer. But the fact that something happens all the time doesn't necessarily mean it's it's so it's better. And the fact that it's more essential doesn't also mean that it's better. Sort of like Mims. Camp would be way worse without Mims because everyone would be a little hungrier. And Mims happens almost every day. But no one in their right mind would say Mims is better than 90% of the things on this bracket. Maybe post-camp cleanup, but um, – I don't know. Something about Apache is just special. And I think that that, that it better embodies the, the values of camp than third campers choice, which people have the picturesque notion of, but in practice is doesn't, it's not like every single third campers choice is a winner. Yeah. I, I, 
I see your point. I will say this matchup as a finals is great, like great and special to me because of how they seem to be diametrically opposed in their uh, function on camp. You know what I mean? Like uh, Apache is Mm -hmm. this singular thing where all of camp works towards one goal. Uh, It's the, it's the culmination of competition. It's the culmination of teamwork, but like, but kind of shoehorned together. Like you have to, you just, you have to do this because we say so like, cause that's the game, you know? (laughs) <laughs> which is kind of sad like sad and upsetting the event yeah, is not right. complete like, do you, like some of the like as someone who's been in apache uh run with apache and run apache like thinking about like imagine being a junior camp girl like trying to find a like uh you know uh searching through pudding trying to find i think it's a golf ball and like not being able to find it, looking like you're seven, looking to your adults that are supposed to support, like give you support and and guidance, and you look to them like, "Am I done?" And they're just like, "The event is not complete," and and then you're like, <laughs> "What? Like, what does that mean?" <laughs> I want to go. Uh, so for every you know one of those moments where like we experience glory and and triumph, there is a there is a moment like how Craig Carroll and Marissa Castrigno, so. <laughs> Uh, 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 so aptly described. Well, just in the comment section, they talk about how, um, you know, Apache for 95% of people is just doing a thing and sitting around. And since uh, it's, you know, Apache so predicated upon competition and, and does pride athletic ability, like a lot of people feel left out. And I understand that to a certain degree. I think, I think someone hurt Craig Carroll during Apache. I thought that that take was just looking for the the worst. No, no. All, and mm. Craig, Craig knows that Craig Craig knows if he's listening that I have nothing but respect. No, I, for I'm Craig gonna Carroll, I'm gonna. I have nothing but disrespect for what I'm gonna I'm about gonna about defend Apache. Craig Carroll's comment on this one. I'm gonna say, look, as as a non-athletic kid, I was picked for like the stand still and say something thing. Right, and that's and not fun. Like like. No, it's I I had I literally I was I this is a prime moment. I was picked to tie a tie. But just because I had involved no running and I didn't know how to tie a tie. So I was like <laughs> Rick Mechanic at the time, who was the coach, I was like, Rick, how do I tie a tie? And he was like, Come on, Eric. And then he walked away. <laughs> so I had to learn I I literally had to sit there and like fake knowing how to tie a tie. So like Dante would be like all right, that's fine. And I was like, okay. That was my only event that day. I was I was a super senior boy. Yeah, Apache like it's, it, you yeah, it it it's Apache only works if everyone buys in. You know what I mean? Like and if and 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 inevitably not true. everybody's going to buy in, so people feel left out and that's kind of the opposite of camp. But like Will, you and I have very very like specific strong ties and biases for Apache given the positions we were in, you know what I mean? So it's like, and, and by virtue That's of where true. we were at, we got to experience things that a lot of people never got to experience. And like that, I think you need to factor in as well. It's like, what is the context of Apache to you? What is the context of Apache to camp? Like to people who weren't in our position, like there's it's, and it's really hard to like contextualize something 
in, in, in the sense of like how it makes you feel and then decontextualize it for what it is and represents to camp. And then especially in a relation to something like their campus choice, which is the exact opposite, I think, of Apache, where it's just like, bruh, bask in the glory of camp individually. You ain't got to do shit. In fact, you can do whatever you want. You know what I mean? And just and 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 melt away in the community and and the vibe that is camp at Golden Hour. And so it's like, so I think it's kind of poetic that these two things are facing off in the final. And I mean, I'm going with our campus choice. I don't just I don't disagree that that experience has mold mold your relationship to to these events, Apache in particular, and that especially with Apache, you're right, not everyone has experienced the same stuff. But I remember my first year on staff when my experience in Apache to that point had only been that of a camper being so just buzzing about the about Apache and and really being hopeful that I would coach and if not, that I, I was so excited to get to try climbs out and, and experience a new part of Apache. And, and I was just sort of racing. And that, that's how I get every year about it, regardless of my role or the extent of my participation in Apache. And I think that that's built on the, the foundation of camper memories. And that to me is why I, I just, I can't move away from it that I, I sort of get this really nostalgic sense about Apache where it, it helps me sort of tie back to, to when I was younger and how, how I saw camp then to where I am now and how I, I don't think I could have my, my current experiences without my previous ones. I don't know. It's tough. I, I don't yeah. disagree about Third Camper's Choice. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome. I won't say a bad word, but this I'm, is, I'm riding with Apache. This is what I'm going to say. Okay? On this? I, I think that like – I agree with Abe. It's like an interesting sort of matchup to have at the end because I, I feel like each of these sort of specific things represent an element to camp that you can sort of like tie in. Like, like for instance, like Apache is like tradition. I mean, Apache is like the, one of the like peak traditions of like Camp Skodak. And like, that's just, that's just like undeniable, right? There's tradition in every single event. There's tradition in, you know, this and that and like you know how things are shrouded and, and every single thing about apache is tradition and then i i see third camper's choice is like this well so back let me finish my apache thing and i see it as like everyone is working sort of as like a cog in this wheel to sort of like fuel the tradition of apache mm. that like you're not i mean you are working as a team in re, in like in, in retrospect but like at that moment, it's like just you. It's just your event. It's it's like you and the tradition of camp, right? I think third. I think third campers' choice yeah. is a completely different side of it. I think third campers' choice is like the side of like maybe you don't go to camp for like specifically camp or the traditions, but you go to camp for like the friends and the environment to sort of like be yourself or be an individual or like meet people or do events or I mean uh, activities that like you want to do and I almost see like third campers choice is this like moment of like I'm I'm at camp because I want to be with these people and I want to do these things not necessarily like the very specifics that like make like 
this traditional experience of camp different from other ones, but it is the people that are here that I love. Right. And so I see third campers choices like, as like, look, like this is a moment I can really flex my love for like what the amalgamation of this camp is, not the specifics that like lie in the bones of it. And I think that like, for me, I'm going third campers choice. Well said, very well said. Thank you. It's my, uh, do you guys think this will be close? Or do you think third campers choice is going to win this? I don't know. Comfortably. I mean, Apache, Apache has decimated every single like event it's gone up against. I won't lie about that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a juggernaut. But like like Abe said, you can only vote once unless you're Jessica Wein- Weinstein. Wein- yeah. Weinberg. Shout out Weinstein. to Jess, Jess, by the way. Weinstein. She's not. She's not listening. She's not listening. But. What to do, Jess? <laughs> We'll have to we'll have to uh, send her a box. That's of all good. Yeah. Um, but just the sticks. We'll like eat all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, or like, or like the ones, or like the ones that had chocolate, like eat the chocolate off. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> just and leave just enough to like let her know there was chocolate on these, and now there is not. We'll get a nice yeah. card though. God, it's really the card is is what people are looking for when they receive anything. Yeah, uh, yeah, just like you are an unforgettable yeah, totally. part of camp. Uh, Jessica Weinberg, love, Will, and Eric. Weinstein. Exactly. Weinstein. Exactly. <laughs> P.S. We yeah. ate all your edible arrangements. <laughs> um, no, I think I think third camper's choice will win pretty handily. I'm thinking just based on. The, the response in like in the threads and the comments, I really think uh, people are standing for, for third here, which is weird, but that's just how I feel in, in the gut. Yeah. I know what you mean. But I mean, I think, but I do think people are, are ignoring the enormity of the, of the history and the tradition um, involved. Yeah. And, and the, the warmth. And the warmth. The warmth. Mm, the warmth. That's sweet, sweet warmth. Yeah. 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 So, I mean. Well, why don't we move on? So, I, No, no, no. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, we'll move on to our next segment. We, uh, we were wondering, Abe, if you had any advice, sort of camp-based advice, to help people Hand get washing time. Hand washing time has never been more important. <laughs> It is, and I hated hand washing time. That shit was weak to me. But now, (laughs) now I get it. Uh, Do you do do you think in the future they're gonna be like, hey guys, you know we really should see more campers doing hand washing time. You know there was a pandemic. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like they'll really drive kids that like. Breaking news, not enough kids do hand washing time. Yeah, so or the or it'll be like an orientation event. Uh it'll be like a new staff orientation and it'll instead of like who will care when I'm not there, it'll be like Corona. It's coming for the kids <laughs> and then they bring in they bring in like Tom Hanks and Rita and they talk to us. Talk to us about how Hi, important I'm- it is. I'm Academy. <laughs> They're survivors. But they but like Paul probably can't afford Tom and Rita, so they just bring in Chet <laughs> and he starts rapping. <laughs> yeah, and no. then they and then after like two N words they ask him to leave. But 
Yeah, yeah. Well, they they needed to make sure after the after the second one it was official. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. first yeah, one they... like <laughs> the second one like oh he meant it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> a, few, a few years ago they got a magician to come to camp. Maybe they get him back to make like, Corona fun. disappear. <laughs> it wouldn't be funny. That'd be really... <laughs> Yeah. but i think yeah, like really like really like disheartening for like most of the kids who come from like the most affected area yeah <laughs> yeah just kids, all the kids from rochester come they're like oh i'm glad i can go to camp to escape <laughs> they're like no oh, no here comes the corona the break. <laughs> yeah like travels break in like 20 years is like uh-oh. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> like i'm feeling a slight cough yeah <laughs> tribals Oh man! Instead of fireworks, it's coughs. Yeah. That would that would still be lighter than the one <laughs> where they shot true. Paul. They shot Paul. Yeah. You don't know that? Yeah, in like the seventies or the eighties, they did a, a tribal's break where they pretended oh to shoot yeah, Paul. They did another one one year where like the spec or equivalent position pretended to be drowning, and it was all fake, but. While that must have been jarring to everyone, the person who was most surprised was like their <laughs> yes, brother, yes. who they forgot to tell, like that they'd be <laughs> staging this event, and, and the then they were like freaking out. Tribals. And then there was that one time where they pretended. <laughs> yeah. To fire so all can the y'all counselors. tell me what that looked like to you guys? Were you Eric? Were you there? Oh, it sucked. No, I, it uh, was the that worst. was BCE. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I, I remember how it started. It starts. There, there was an all staff meeting at rest hour, so we're we're with our the LTs who obviously also don't know anything, and we're in the bunk. And Adam, who was my counselor at the time, comes back into the bunk, and presumably he was like to, assigned to the role of not fired, and he goes like, "Ah, I'm so angry right now with head staff," and we're like, "What's wrong?" <laughs> He's like, "I'm not really supposed to talk about it, but we just had this meeting." And- they kind of fired a bunch of people. I don't know. I probably shouldn't say anything else. And that that was how, how I found out about the news. And we had lake that afternoon. So we went to the lake and we were just sort of like stranded on this this little deserted area of off camp. And we had no idea what was going on back there. Meanwhile, kids were freaking out. Everyone thought the counselors were fired. Apparently, the waiters had a meeting where they were like, all right, everyone. We're we're in charge of camp now. Like, we got to step up. Fifteen year old boys. Yeah. Are like, Guys, so, we're in charge now. Yeah. So, so yeah, Michael Samuels. Would, what a nightmare! Been, like, Could you imagine now. if your parents but, left yeah. and then Michael Samuels was like, "I'm your dad now." That'd be terrifying. <laughs> yeah, that was our that was our LT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's all right. We had we had leave okay. to, to, to watch over. Yeah, it was a. Uh, it really uh, got out of hand real quick. I think, you know, if I mean, we probably shouldn't have told international staff like that. This is they didn't have any sense of. I don't know if you remember, but like afterwards, they just started like running over tennis rackets and and just like breaking camp property yeah, yeah. They, they had uh, some fun with it right like they acted like they actually got fired and were like like oh yeah i'm out i'm free to do i'm never coming back to this country um that, that's yeah, one that way was of a, doing uh, it. that was a mistake <laughs> what 
what was your position in the whole thing? Like, were you pretend fired or were you um, not pretend I was, still working there? Yeah, like, I what? guess um, my take on the role was that uh, everyone got fired, a bunch of people <laughs> getting fired. And um, I was one of the people who got fired. And, uh, and then we like staged fights. Certain people were asked to like stage fights with head staff. Um, so I was, so I was asked to stage a fight <laughs> with um, then division head Sarah Brands, um, who's like the nicest person on the planet. She's so sweet, and she was like the division head for like junior girls. <laughs> like this is, she's like the president of cotton candy. Like she's such a nice lady, not a mean bone in her body. And I had to just straight up yell at her in front of the cookout area. <laughs> <laughs> and then she had to like pretend to be mad yeah like it's just it Not was like right after uh, it was right after canteen so it was like people were around and she like had to pretend to be mean but she was really bad at it and so then afterwards I felt bad because I was just like this is ridiculous just full throat and she's like oh but <laughs> rules are rules and like, I had to go um, but then we made all our kids cry it was great and uh yeah, it was a nightmare. I mean, it was just it was a mistake, and I'm sorry we put you through that. Um, Were the staff thinking like this 100%. is a really good idea, or did one hundred percent? We were all like, "This is brilliant. <laughs> this is genius," <laughs> and it was a mistake. I remember it ended. It ended with Doug being like, "It's all a fake. This was all a joke, and we're gonna cool off by watching Toy Story." And I guess I was really focused on the tribals aspects because my mind went to like, oh, I know what's going down at that movie night. It's the break. <laughs> you can't fool me. Maybe in junior camp you would have got all me, day but crying not today. Because so. your counselors convinced you they got fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out what Nickel. Did he, Nickel was my kid. Did he just like paint? Did I he just he do graffiti on a bunch of stuff, like in protest? <laughs> like Banksy? Yeah. <laughs> he was thinking, like, deep, soft pieces on the other side. He's like, he, this one's about capitalism. It's like a butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, speak, speaking of butts... Speaking of butts. Yes. No, no, genuinely. Speaking of butts, <laughs> this is a great transition. Ah, oh, great. No, real, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. Best, best slash worst slash in general poop stories on camp. Wow, 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 wow. Just stories? Well, do you have a best? I'm interested in hearing your y'all's places to poop first because I'm assuming you've thought about those more than I have, and they're more interesting. Do you have a? Is that, are we talk, What are the? What's the criteria? Is it just like best place you could possibly get to, or best place that any? I think those are two. Yeah, those to. are two. So like best place if you, best place if you could poop, where would it be? Like if you could pick one place to poop on camp, no, without getting in trouble, without it, any repercussions. Right, for me, right into the, the dock. dock. It's the dock, which is more commonly <laughs> right, right in the middle. Of the lake. No, no, the, right the, on the, the side the, of the world. The, 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 the dock is this, yeah. No, 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 no. The dock, the dock is the okay. is cottage one. Gotcha. Is is cottage one right next to the veranda? 
Um, it, it's got AC in there. Last year, mm-hmm. Weiner and Jake Mechanic lived in there. So, like, waiter staff and, and some other people would go in there and do their pooping and, and their other business. Okay. And, okay. Yeah, it was great. It was it was a nice air-conditioned place to get away from clean the waiters yourself. and clean yourself. And Ooh, Weiner had that is huge. I feel like uh, culturally we, we're yeah. behind on the wet, the wet wipe game. Like a, yeah, France has it down. They've just got yeah, wet wipes for days. Come on, yeah, we're we're really struggling. You know, yeah. I went to yeah. I went to Montreal this <laughs> summer, and I uh, not 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 for camp, but just in my own life. And, uh, <laughs> like there was a bidet on the toilet, and I'd never seen a bidet on the toilet before. So I was like, "This is sick!" So I like turned it on, and I turned it on to the fullest ability, and it and it and it hit the mirror, like it hit the mirror in front of the toilet. And then I and then I sat down and I used the toilet, and then I and then I was like, "Okay, maybe I should try this bidet." So I I went very small, very light. And I was like, okay, but I'm an adventurous man. And I was like, what does this fully feel like? Oh, my God. It's insane. It's like a shower for you, just the hole. It was so powerful. Some came out of my mouth. (laughs) Is this a good review or a bad review? I'm not sure yet. I don't know. It confused the shit out of me. Where's your spot, Eric, if you had to pick? One where, like, you could... Just like the ideal, the platonic ideal for pooping on camp, and then like I guess one that is reasonable. Um, uh, the the pod, the pod, like the the pod. That's a great one. That's a great one. Kim's pod. Kim's has Kim's a great pod toilet. That is. Um, shout out Kim Ross. Well, shout this out. Is the Kim. first time? Kim Ross. Yeah. Kimmy R. Yeah. Kim the Ross. The pod. Truly. Kim's the best. I uh, I think I <laughs> think <gone>. the most <laughs> the most like practical and and this is this is accompanied by two really short stories. But um, is is the bathrooms next to the office or what was the office? And uh, the first story is uh, the my co-staff my first year on summer was Rick mechanic. Uh, Sam Appel, me and Jason Karen. What a squad. And we all went to Denny's. It was it was so fun. It, uh, we went to um Denny's and uh and I didn't know Denny's goes that through you. Like that oh, through yeah. you. And so so I <laughs> ran to that bathroom because Rick pulled up uh his Mustang along this the right next to the office because he's Rick mechanic. <laughs> and uh and and I was, I sweat and it was a horrible experience. But my favorite story in that bathroom ever is, uh, I like snuck off during a, uh, uh, oh my God, a lineup. And I used that bathroom and I was so constipated. I was like, geez, I'm so constipated. This is horrible. And they set off the firecrackers for a tribal's break, literally next to the door that I was sitting in. And it scared, it literally scared me. Like, I, it literally, like, I <laughs> shit. And I was like, ah, oh And that's... Yay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, again, is that I a good know. review? Again, or... again, very confused. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, Eric, you have very mixed feelings around your butthole. I, uh... How about you? Yeah. Um, I guess, okay. So, um, a few things rattling around, but I guess 
Okay, so first thing, one, the ideal place to shoot at camp. Actually, I'll do the, the most practical, the best practical one, I think. My opinion, pods are great. Before they got really gross, this is like time specific. So like before Triple Crown events, the, the bathrooms behind the waiter bunk. I love. Oh, yeah. I love. Those are great. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah, those are great. The PHPs, um, the playoffs. Just because like they are already just geographically relatively private. You know what I mean? Like if you don't live around there yeah. or if you're yeah. not around there generally, like yep. they're pretty clean. Um, and so, yeah, PHBs, best, you know, practical one on camp. And then the platonic ideal, which ties into this story that I maybe or may not, uh, I sh- may, might not be, might not be smart that I'm telling a story, but it's fine. Um, so my work week, my first work week, um, I'm not going to say the person who I was in this competition with, but I was in a competition. Fuck it. It was Lewis. I was in a competition with Lewis Fear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was to see, we had uh, um, every single bathroom on camp. And the goal was to see who could poop in the most bathrooms on camp before camp started. Um, the winner got nothing, and uh, but we listed all the bathrooms. And one bathroom that you might not think of, but is like a very big bathroom, is the one at Paul's house. Paul's bathroom. No. Um, like the like the like his the house. house, the the plantation yeah, house at the big house, the big house. Uh, <laughs> and so. Uh, and I, I think it was like, there was like some cookout-esque thing happening and Paul was there and Linda was there and, and Matt was there and their daughter, uh, Becky Croner was there, who was a beautiful opera singer, by the way. Um, they were all there. Oh, she despises it. And it's my favorite thing about it. Um, and so they're all there. And I, I forget who told me, was like, oh dude, this is, this is the time. This is the time to go do it. And I was like, you are 100% correct. So uh, I, I ran out. I ran out while everyone's congregated. I ran out and I took a shit in Paul's house. I took a dump in Paul's house. And it was terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. <laughs> I mean, it's a beautiful house, beautiful bathroom, but it was, it was the fastest shit I've ever taken. Um, <laughs> and then I came back. I was like, "Did it, ba-? Like I came back. Like I didn't just have a panic attack on on the porcelain. I was like, "Did it, baby? Ain't nothing." Um, <laughs> panic attack. <laughs> <on the porcelain>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's the name of that's the name of the next great America. Um, so that's the platonic ideal. And then yeah, I guess playhouse bathroom um, is great too. But I think yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't give my 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 platonic ideal, which is the the ones in the office mm. that have the door that you need the key for. I I think that counts. That's true. Anyone can get in there. You just have to like do it. Right. That's like the low stakes version of going to Paul's house because you wouldn't get in trouble if, if anyone caught you. Matt Croner doesn't like those. This is a, like straight from the source. Matt doesn't like those because if you take a poop in there, 
and it's smelly. The room doesn't like you can't clear out the scent, uh, and everyone in the office like knows you pooped. Matt hmm. said that, but that's a from experience. So, or? That's from the owner of camp. <laughs> I guess I don't know. He he, I'm uh, hearing that vicariously huh. through Jake and Owen. Camp poops are something special. I have like a like a unofficial playlist that I keep in my head every summer of like songs that I listen to on the toilet during camp. It's like a five song loop. I get I get in a group with a few songs. What are the songs? Group, if I may and I and I can't get I can't be taken out of it. Last summer it was that song uh, "Bad Idea" I listened to. Um. Was last summer the summer um I think it might have been two summers out, or was that the one before? I listened to emotional that was two summers ago. I came out I listened to emotionalist a lot when, when I okay. when I was pooping. That would help me relax when the waiters would stress me out. Sometimes some John Mayer, speaking of Lewis Fear. Really? I mean sure. Lewis yeah, loves John yeah, Mayer. That's not surprising. I don't Oh, who who would be, you be surprised um, if you loves John Mayer? Uh, <laughs> um, what's the name of that kid? Uh, man, he was uh... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know that been... kid. That's you guys to be more specific. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I have it. He's the, he was that. I mean, he's not small anymore. He's like an adult person. Uh, he was like a he was a black no. He, uh, Jeremy Schmelkin loves Jeremy Schmelkin. I imagine. Um, is this little black kid Nazir? Oh my God! Yeah, I if love I found Nazir. out, if I found out, oh yeah, he still goes if I found to out camp. Nazir was in a John Mayer, I'd be surprised. Yeah, he was in my bunk last summer. Like if he just if he sings, waiting on the world to change in the shower. Yeah, that, that's that's. I would be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Nazir, Nazir was the, the funniest waiter last summer like by a, by a mile I thought I thought Nazir was super yeah. funny and you could Nazir tell like he'd be funny because he was kind of a all the staff's faces. like piece of shit as a kid like he would just he was the one who like liked to spoil things and that always makes her a funny person he <laughs> Yeah, I remember actually on the, no um, doubt, he was, he was for great. my break, for my break, it required uh, like Andrew Leaf was whatever that guy's name is. And he broke Dark Tribals and everybody came down to uh, to the amphitheater. And I was up in the um, high ropes course waiting to come down. And as everyone filed in, Nazir had a flashlight turned it on and just shown it on me <laughs> like the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. And I'm looking at this like, kid shining the flashlight on me. And I'm thinking like, is no one going to stop this kid? Like get his flashlight, get it away from him. And he's just like, I see you. I see you. <laughs> God, damn, hilarious. That's brutal. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> yeah. He's a funny guy. <laughs> Shout out to Nazir. Shout out to Nazir.
Shout out Nazir. Should yeah. we move on to to our final segment? I do. Abe, you know you know how it's going with fire sticks. Um Do you want to start it out? I have a few. Is is that okay? Yeah, go for it. Can I give a few out? Okay, cool. Um I'd like yeah, sure. to give Dogs one fire stick to Yeah. I guess I'll just give it yeah, okay. To the uh the the Starks to my Jon Snow. Uh I'd like to give the stick to the officer family. Um just, you know, Barry, Lori, <laughs> Derek, Jonah, and Adam for uh being my rock in terms of, you know, camp like my second camp family, honestly. Like I call Barry and Lori on the phone and I'll call it mom and dad and it's weird, but don't judge me. And, uh, but just, you know, them being a, a steadying force and like, just like my second fam. So thank you guys very much. Um, fire stick to Balaj of the kitchen. Um, do y'all remember Balaj? Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, I Balage. I always thought it was Balage, and he he left camp in 2014, and that was the year I wasn't there. And then when mm. I came back, they hired <laughs> another guy, different man, same name. And I introduced myself on the on the first day of camp, and he was like, "I'm Balage," and I was like, <laughs> "Whoa, Balage!" Yeah, it's always I'm weird, like bigger. It's always fun to like. I always wondered I where I figured it out. Got those people? I don't like how I phrased it because that makes it sound like they were like, <laughs> like he caught them. But uh, but no, yeah, they're always interesting dudes. And I guess yeah, Balaj or Balaj was was uh, honestly like a very underrated part of camp. I think by the time he left, he people accept accepted him as like one of the staples outside of the dining hall, but like as camp. He and he was nasty at ping pong, and he always. We'd go to the freezer to get me milk. So thank you, Balage. Um, and you know what? Uh, I'd like to give a fire stick to fucking you guys for doing this. Um, I think this has been like a, this, this kind of like mini camp event um, has been very like awesome for me. It's been a bit of a time machine and like I get to relive all these fucking memories with all these people that we haven't seen. And then, to have two people who wanted to chronicle it and like comment on it in a podcast is really dope. And so I appreciate it. And I appreciate y'all for having me on. So that, those are my sticks. Yeah. Thank anyway. you very much. Thank you. Stick. Well, I've got a stick um, for, for Shira. My fire stick goes to Shira. Last night, I was I was with a bunch of my friends, and I remembered a really fun game from Orientation. Uh, the one where you play card. It's called Gibberish. The one where you play a card between you and a person, and you have to race to say a word that starts with the same first letter as the card. And I couldn't quite remember all the rules, and I texted Shira, and she told me the rules, and me and my friends had a, a delight playing that game. So, hey. thank. Thank you, Shira. You get my fire stick. Um, yeah, I think my fire stick is gonna go out to uh, <clears throat> to uh, to my guys, to the to the Lost Toothbrush Boys. Um, yeah, they've they've really like kept me in the loop of camp, 
because uh, I haven't been there in a very long time. And uh, yeah, it's been I I love them very much with all my heart. Oh, wow. So that's mine. Of course. Wow! Wow! Thanks, Eric. Oh man. Yeah, I was nervous. Mm-hmm. This has been it, be good, once again an excellent pod. This has been a lot of fun. Oh. Yeah, yeah you guys spectacular as always. Just wanted to live up I, I to, thought you were great. to the bill, you know. On record, there's just want to get it on record for the dub. Gonna campus play the their campus choice playlist on the loop until I get coronavirus. <laughs> oh man, oh, no, I'm, I'm gonna be licking a lot of stuff. Hopefully, I'm, that lick a, lasts, I'm licking like, a lot of stuff. Really wait, long, wait, the, the third camera. Oh my god, wait, have, you guys seen like... that? have you guys seen that? T- <laughs> it, this is probably still in the podcast, so but have you guys seen that, that those TikToks where they're like licking? Toilets? No, why? Why? Okay, okay, okay. okay, okay. No, no, so, so no, so no, there's two really <laughs> funny parts about this story. The first part is, is the first guy who did it, the guy who created the challenge, he basically was like, he's like, I'm not gonna get coronavirus, he licks a toilet. He just came out yesterday. He's like, I have coronavirus, oh, right? Anyways, that's also like not how you yeah. get it. <laughs> like no one coughs on the <laughs> toilet seat. Like you're just getting poop on your tongue. So, anyways, that's my, it's my uh, two cents. Yeah. Wash well, your hands. What, what don't a beautiful way to wrap up the pod for uh, the day. Fantastic. <laughs>